Good. I hope that uh, you found out a little bit now about someone else sitting next to you. Um, but I don't know about you, but Christmas time just seems to be those times of year where maybe you watch a film that has already come out. And I don't know if you've seen Paddington and you've seen Paddington 2. Excellent. So one of two of you have. So how, how, how many of you have seen the first Abbott film and the second one? Mamma Mia 2, I think it is, or something like that. Excellent. Right. So the question I've got for you is, which one was the best one? Okay. So was it the first one or was it number two? I don't know. Only you know that because you've actually watched both of them. But as we go from 2018 to 2019, some of you may be thinking, well, I'm going to get it right this year. I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> okay, um, and just maybe there might be some goals that you are going to set and just maybe you could say but Ian just a minute calm down it's not the new year yet that's when we do that sort of stuff but I'm trying to prepare you because the new year is coming if you like it or not and we have to leave this year and some of you maybe have had a real buzzing year and some of you cannot wait for 2019. And I can feel the sort of the, the joy and the, just the love in the room, just thinking, yeah, 2019, Ian, you wouldn't believe the things that I'm going to do. Well, maybe it might not happen. I'm hoping that many of the things that you plan to do in 2019, even some of you might be looking ahead to 2020, and 2021, because you're like that. You are someone who plans everything ahead. But this morning, I want us to ask us the question, what's holding us back from moving forward? And can we move from here to here? Now, I think there are some uh, interesting thoughts that we could look at when we look at Joshua chapter 3. And if some of you have got your Bibles in front of you, you might like to have them out, because uh, I'll be making reference to it as we go along. But Joshua gives some prompts and some reminders. Uh, some prompts and reminders. And I don't know about you, but this scene is really something which should not have happened. Joshua should not have been able to cross over okay, the Jordan, because at this, this harvest time, it was in flood. All right. He has known that he's actually got thousands of people around him because they have been following Moses for 40 years. But as these people are camped, ready to cross over onto the promised land, there is a prompt from Joshua and it reads like this. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. But I don't know about you, but the next verse goes on to say, as a reminder, then you will know which way to go. Because the Jews were following the Ark of the Covenant and Moses. They were in the wilderness for 40 years. This covenant-keeping God who is a faithful God, then said, says, as a reminder, but since you have never been this way before, significant moments in our lives. Is every single day a significant moment? Can we look back on 2018 
and say that every day was a significant day? Or were there some days that you can look back and you can put down markers and say that that was a significant day? But the Ark of the Covenant reminded the Jewish people that God would be faithful and would go before them. That was the prompt for the Jewish people. And today, we have God's promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we have that everlasting promise that we have an eternal God who we worship and who we are praising God this morning. So Joshua has got these people and then he says to them, sanctify yourselves. He says that word, consecrate yourselves. Consecrate yourselves. So there was a sense of getting ready. If you read Exodus chapter 19 and verse 14, when Moses comes down from the mountain, okay, with those tablets, with those Ten Commandments, I missed it the other day, and it, and it says there that the people of God got themselves ready. They prepared, they made themselves clean. And there's a sense where God's people need to come to God and ask forgiveness to get that right relationship with God our Father. And then it goes on to say, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. So that is a prompt and a reminder. A reminder today for ourselves that God wants to do amazing things through you. We've had Friendship Club. We've had toddlers. We've had Stepping Stones. We are starting Alpha. There are all sorts of things. But Ian, you could say, well, we haven't done that before. We haven't done invite services before. But do you know what? What excites me about this church is that, I'll say it again to you, we are a faithful, loving and serving church. And I want you to take those three words with you as we go from 2018 to 19. God has answered our prayers in 2018. And God will continue to answer our prayers. And he will do amazing things. Even more than we can think. Oh. But there's a prompt. Consecrate ourselves. Come to him, the everlasting father. And then we come to this idea where Joshua is saying, look, he's now got the covenant and the priests ready. And he then draws the people around. Now what he then says, he doesn't say... Now, let's just uh, remember all the good things and the bad things that have happened to us. He actually says to the Israelites, he says, come here. Here's the prompt. And listen to the words of the Lord our God. I don't know about you, but there's something that really excites me. And that is that when I hear people say, Ian, I've been reading the Bible this week or I've been thinking about this and God has spoken to me. There's nothing more than thrills my heart than for someone just to share something from God's word. And Joshua gets the Israelites together as a prompt. He says, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. Then here comes the reminder. This is how you will know that the living God is among you. Because there is a witness between God's 
Spirit and the Holy Spirit that we have been given. When we come to Christ, he brings us to him. And as we ask him to forgive us, then he implants into us his Holy Spirit so that there's that witness within ourselves. That when we hear God's word and there's that witness and that walk and that action, then we can walk in confidence with our God. Because we want to follow the Lord, but not man. And lastly from me, there's something here that really excites me. When you think about these Israelite people who have been in the wilderness for 40 years. Yes, some of them may well have ridden on camels. But by and large, they have been on their feet. And they have walked and they have travelled. And in verse 13 it says, here's the prompt from Joshua. He says, set foot in the Jordan. I don't know about you, but if you were a priest then, would you have obeyed God and trusted him to put your feet into the Jordan? Remember, these Jews had a covenant relationship with their God and they trusted him. They trusted him for every single day, even though they did things that were wrong. This everlasting God, this loving God, today loves you and loves me unconditionally. And he prompts him, Joshua, he says, set foot in the Jordan. Its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and will stand up in a heap. But some of those Jews would have said, but Lord, you did that for Moses. Will you do that for us? And those Israelites were obedient. They trusted God. And I'm asking you to trust God for the future. Not just for 2019, but 2020, 2021. Because I believe that God has something very special here to do a work by his Holy Spirit. So that one day we can look back and not listen to man's word about what I did or you did. Because there's a, a success story here, and it's this. That all the people travelled across the River Jordan on dry land. Everybody got across. What a story. What a story that was. To hear again. As we journey through... What's holding us back? What's holding me back from moving forward with God? I believe that today could be a special moment, could be a significant moment for us as a church as we think to ourselves, are we the type of people that could say, Lord, forgive us, we want to move forward. Are we going to be the sort of people that say, Lord, sanctify us? Bring us to that place where we can say, Lord, we're sorry. But also, can we be a people that say, Lord, I want to be a people that glorifies you like we're doing today. We want to follow you, Lord, in obedience. But Lord, we want to do things, ordinary people, doing things in an extraordinary way. 
We have opportunities through Friendship Club, through Toddlers, through Alpha, and probably through lots of other different ways that we haven't even thought of at the moment. There are opportunities to get involved in small groups. Maybe you're thinking about membership. Maybe you're thinking about baptism. I don't know. We've got the Youth Cafe starting up um, in February with Ben. There are so many things going on. But above all, what we want to do is we want to be people, I hope, that will be crossover people, will be people so passionate that we want men and women and boys and girls to come to Christ, not just through this church, but let's increase our vision to see that we are just a small part of what God is doing here on earth by his spirit. Let us just pray.